Hello Internet, my name's Jonathan Cook. And I'm Matt Noble. Welcome to this week's Screen Verdict Podcast. This mm. week we're going to be doing a film review on which film, Matt? Uh, well, Drive, and we just uh, drove to see Drive. We just got back, so yeah. there's going to be fresh yeah. opinions. And I think the, the listeners will be very uh, pleased to know that uh, we, we've gone to see a movie together again. We've... After a few movies <laughs> apart, a bit of a rift... Uh, in the Screen Verdict team, um, it's all been, all been patched up and we were able to go see a movie together. Now, there's been uh, a bit of hype for this movie around some of the circles I know. People are quite yeah. excited to... Yeah, you've been talking about it for yeah. ages. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go see Moneyball. No, we're seeing Drive. <laughs> yeah, I was excited to see it. I wasn't sure if you'd be so keen or how trustworthy your opinion uh, would be on it, seeing as you don't actually drive. No, I'm not a driver. Um, I'm pretty amazing at Mario Kart. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty good, especially uh, the Wii Mario Kart I'm very good at. I used to be amazing at N64 Mario Kart, but I'm a bit rusty on that now. But yeah, I'm pretty... That's like the best driving I am at. I like, <laughs> I like how you say I'm not a driver, as if like being one is a small subset of people. <laughs> You're not the odd one out. I'm not one. <laughs> yeah, I'm not one of these drivers that goes around in cars all the time. Yeah, yeah. I am. Uh, I am one of those rare breeds. So I was, yeah. I was pretty excited to see Drive, uh, particularly because I've seen the director. His name is uh, Nicholas Winding. Well, I thought it was going to be a golfing movie. Could have been. Yeah. Uh, you like your your Wii Sports as well. Yeah, Wii I'm golf. pretty good at the Wii Golf. Much better than I'm at regular golf again. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, you've seen the director. Uh, yes, I, I saw his film Bronson mm. with uh, Tom Hardy about the British criminal. And uh, without turning this into a podcast about the film Bronson, I, I absolutely love that film. It was, mm. became one of my favourite films. So that made me extremely excited to see Drive. Okay, cool. There are a few names in this film that I was pretty excited to see. Um, Christina Hendricks from Mad Men, mm. uh, pretty... Pretty cool, like her in Mad Men. Almost Big. as hot as John Hamm, like you, <laughs> like you put it. Yeah, probably. Um, and uh, Brian Cranston from Breaking Bad and Malcolm mm. in the Middle. Big Brian Cranston fan. He's great. So um, probably the most decorated actor of uh, all the ones in this movie because he's uh, got three three Emmys under the belt, three lead actor Emmys. Not too shabby. Or all, all, all Gosling and Mulligan could manage were... Uh, Oscar nominations. <laughs> and uh, we recently did a Crazy Stupid Love podcast. Yeah, we did. In which I think we both agreed that after Ryan Gosling's suits, Ryan Gosling was probably the best thing in the film. Yeah, we really like Ryan Gosling in that movie. No, he's really good. So we wanted to get another Ryan Gosling fix. Yeah. We can't get enough of him. <laughs> Don't take that the wrong way. <laughs> We're not yeah. junkies. No. Um, so let's tell people a bit about the, the premise of the film. Yeah. If they haven't seen the, mm-hmm. the trailers mm-hmm. and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Gosling plays a stunt car driver for the, in Hollywood. Yeah. He does a lot. <laughs> He's working a lot of, uh, things. Like, I'm not sure what his main job is. Yeah. Cause he's a mechanic as well. He do, he's a mechanic. He's a stunt driver. He, um, it's looked like he's going to be getting into the racing game, car racing. Yep, that too. Um, and, and the 
the movie opens with him doing some form of robbery too. Yeah, his job that he that he doesn't put on his tax return <laughs> is that yeah. he's a getaway driver yeah. for criminals. Yeah, so he's got a lot on his plate work-wise. Mm. Like, he's a man of many hats, but really only one skill set, and that's driving. Because, <laughs> like, all the jobs are involved with cars and driving. Mm. But, um, yeah, so I, I found that a bit confusing in the beginning. I didn't quite quite sure what his favourite thing to do was. <laughs> so Ryan Gosling has a as a neighbour, played mm. by uh, Carrie Mulligan, who yeah. has a young son. You're a fan of the uh, the Mulligan? Uh, what did she get nominated for? An Education. I have walked past the screen <laughs> <laughs> while my sister was watching this movie. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't decide to go and watch it. Mm, mm, mm. So if if uh, if they wanted me to, they should have made those few seconds of the film better. Yeah, the the movie was average at best. <laughs> I thought she was pretty good in it, though. I thought she was pretty good. Um, um, she's got the a great quotable line in in that movie. I don't want to lose my virginity to a piece of fruit. <laughs> <laughs> Fill in the blanks, people. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to set it up, and then I thought, no, that'll take too long to explain. <laughs> She's holding a banana when she says it. There you go. Yeah. So she has this son, um, but the father's away, and so Ryan Gosling kind of does uh, some neighborly duties helping out. Yeah. And they form a bit of a bond. Mm. Mm. So uh, Ryan Gosling is gets involved in a another one of these getaway events, mm. and uh, it goes wrong. With, with Carrie Mulligan's husband that's just gone out of jail. So it gets a bit tangled up, the relationships and things. Yeah, yeah. he finds himself in a bit of a, a web of situations, mm. and uh, this heist goes wrong, and that's kind of what yeah. propels the movie mm. movie forward. Yeah. Yeah, uh, what, what do you think, like, Ryan Gosling's, like, intentions were with Carey Mulligan? Like, just a friend? A lot of the movie is quite open-ended. Yeah. I, I kind of like the fact that Ryan Gosling is on screen perhaps 90% of the time. Mm. But in those 100 minutes, he probably only has about 50 lines. Mm. So he's a bit of a... Yeah. He's a bit of a Clint Eastwood man with no name. Yeah, he, like, d- he does not talk much at all. He's not a very sociable guy. Yeah, in the credits they refer to him as driver. Yeah. Mm. So he's a bit a bit of a mystery man. This Ryan yeah, Gosling. a bit of a bit of a Don Draper. <laughs> <laughs> Except Don Draper, I guess, has those big ad pictures that he talks a lot in, but yeah, Ryan Gosling, very quiet. Um I'd be if I was a friend of his I'd be a little worried. You know, <laughs> he's not saying much, a bit quiet. Do girls like this? Do girls... <laughs> it seems like girls love Ryan Gosling. Um, you know, he, do, he doesn't talk much in this movie. Like, he's saying Don Draper. The girls love Don Draper. He doesn't say much. Is, is aloofness a very desirable quality in a man? He did seem to touch on this in Crazy Stupid Love. Mm. The uh, ask questions about them and don't reveal much, much about, about yourself. Yeah. Because of mm. that kind of mysterious, oh, I want to... Yeah. Get closer to him, yeah. know more about him. Mm. It's an attractive an attractive quality. This is definitely a quality I do not have. 
Um, I like to talk and... Hi, I'm Matt. Here's my, all my emotional baggage. <laughs> not quite. Not like that, but I, I like talking. I can't drive. I'm not... I can't drive. <laughs> it's not like... Um, it's not like I'm going to be sitting just looking mysterious all night. I'm going to actually have a conversation and want to talk to, to a girl. So I think I've probably got enough of other qualities that women find desirable <laughs> that that won't matter but that's definitely perhaps my uh weak weak spot so that's one one thing you've taken from the film i was while watching the film thinking it feels like this sort of just, <laughs> just not saying anything just sitting there quietly sort of not being able to get inside the guy's head do girls like that so you were quite emotionally involved in the themes of the, <laughs> of the film I guess. I don't know. Um, this is a film that kind of relies quite heavily on its themes. We can't really tell you that much more no. about the story. No. Because a lot of it is... Uh, what is conveyed in the film is not that much plot. I, I wouldn't say it's no. slow, but I'd say uh, it's quite atmospheric. Yeah, and I'd say especially the first half uh, before this heist gone wrong happens. It yeah. is quite slow. I was getting a bit bored. Until that happened. That sort of woke me up. Now, one of the things you would have noticed before that inciting incident, or at least I think, yeah. uh, is the music. Yes, it had music. <laughs> I felt the music was quite invasive. And what I mean by that is that quite often in, in films, you s- music is provided to sort of complement mm. what's going on mm. in the scene. It's kind of there in the background to fit the mood. I felt at times in this movie the the music actually took almost precedence over the visuals. Yeah, it, it seemed to me, and um, I don't know much about music, so I'm happy to backpedal on this if you've, you've got a good reason why I'm wrong. Yeah, but, good, good driving reference there. Yeah. <laughs> it seemed, <laughs> it seemed um, to me, a bit 80s. Well, the I think there was a, a bit of a range of music. You had some sort of classical I mean the way the music was used seemed a bit like 80s movie but yes I agree I think it was there was some kind of uh new wave um type sort of British pop um music in it I thought particularly the opening the the font that they use for the opening Mm. credits which is in pink and the song that opens with uh yeah I agree it was kind of a an 80s a bit of an 80s feel yeah and I think 80s movies tend to sort of do this overusing the music a bit as well perhaps they did in the 80s but in in this particular film though I liked the the music a lot whoa so you you said it was invasive but you actually liked that yeah I I think a lot of people might find it jarring it is quite unusual but I thought it had quite quite an impact I thought the choices were were both Different and interesting, but actually quite spot on for the scenes they were used in. Okay, um, I probably didn't love it, like, but I didn't really mind it. What about the song, don't know what it's called, but there's a lyric that's repeated, the real human being, that gets played twice in the song, twice in the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, when that got brought back, I, I, I got a bit almost teary. I thought oh. the way that that was brought back... Um, I thought that was very strong. How did you feel about it? Um, I can't entirely remember that song, um, <laughs> Any Human Being. Was it referring to Ryan Gosling? 
Well, I don't think they wrote the song for the film necessarily. No, but like, is that what the director was intending? That like Ryan Gosling is a human being. Perhaps he, he doesn't talk, <laughs> but he's not a robot. <laughs> he's a human being. They, it could be. Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, that's fine. Is that, is that <laughs> when they were playing when um, he goes to the pizza shop? No. Okay. Uh, another topic uh, I wanted to bring up was the violence in the film. Yeah. Uh, what was this film rated? Was this MA? Must had would have had to be right. Yeah. Um, I can get out my movie ticket and. Okay, um, just maybe do something to entertain the listeners while I'm doing this, Jonathan. Don't just... Oh, yeah, <laughs> MA, MA15+. plus. Okay. Uh, now, I've seen some MA movies. I've seen some R movies that have had quite a lot of violence in them, but I've never been particularly perturbed mm. by it. Should, should we just quickly say to our stateside listeners um, or international listeners what an MA rating is? Well, in Australia, and I'm... Not sure on the global the breadth that, that this yeah. system is is also yeah. used on, but our rating system is is called G for general, so anyone yeah, so can watch anyone it. can watch a G. PG for stands G. for parental guidance, but again, anyone could buy a ticket to Any, go see. Yeah, anyone can watch PG, but sort of it gives a bit of warning. Parents, you might want to. There'll be some mild, might, yeah, might want to step in language. here. Um, M stands for mature, fifteen plus. But again, that fifteen plus doesn't mean anything. It's a recommendation. It's a this movie we don't think is appropriate for people under fifteen. But again, anyone can buy a guide, guideline. Yeah. Then MA fifteen plus means you have to be fifteen. Yeah. To buy the ticket. Yeah. Um, unless you're with a guardian, I believe. Okay. Okay. So they're sort of going. Okay. Well. Okay. You guys, we're not letting you see the the MA movie. Like just just. Bring your parents if you really want to see it. But um, and then last we have the R eighteen plus. Yeah. Now I believe in Australia we're perhaps a little bit more uh, relaxed on the ratings because I know a lot of films that are M A here are actually R in America. Yeah, in America R is seventeen plus. Though. Okay, so it's a little bit younger. So yeah, and PG's thirteen plus, and they don't have an M. So there's a bit of this. Sort of if it's a 15-plus movie, it might have to get the R rating because they don't have the 15-year, you know what I mean? So yeah. that's sort of, since they've got a different scale, it's a bit... But yeah, well, I think we are a bit more relaxed with it here too. Um, so this was probably an MA movie here in R in America, mm-hmm. and uh, I think for good reason. Mm. Because the vi- violence isn't frequent in this movie. There wasn't any for the first sort of half hour. Yeah, and I'd say there's perhaps only uh, five or six uh, yeah. instances of it throughout the film. But when they have it, <laughs> yeah. I yeah, there were a couple of shocking moments. Not because they were overly, I guess, gruesome or grotesque. They weren't even particularly prolonged, but they were just kind of shocking. Like yeah. I don't know if you saw me reacting in the seat next to you, but a couple of times I physically threw my hands up. I was like. <laughs> Well, I did Whoa. not see that. I I, you were just so engrossed in yeah. the film. Or perhaps sure. you were hiding behind <laughs> behind your hands. There, there was one where um, a knife goes into a neck, right? That's not a spoiler, is it? So vague. <laughs> yeah. any, anyone at any time. Knife goes into a neck where I did go. Yeah, it was quite... I, I squinched just a little. I, I kept my eye on the screen. Because I'm generally not that phased by violence, usually. 
Yeah. And I think the fact that it was used sparingly and it was quite quite jarring and realistic, I think it had much more of an impact than in most And it wasn't prolonged, films. but the camera didn't move away from where the violence was happening. Like, you saw the... You yeah. know, you saw it happen. Yeah. So, yeah, it was pretty violent. So, if that's your thing, you're into violent films, yeah. mm. uh, gets the, the blood going. Yeah. Uh, don't expect it the whole way through, but you will be rewarded. Yeah. If you're a little <laughs> bit squeamish... Yeah. Uh, you have been warned. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Warning. <laughs> this is a film uh, predominantly following Ryan Gosling, but we did have some of those uh, stars that you mentioned earlier. Yeah. Uh, were you pleased with uh, their performances? Yeah, they were all pretty good. They all probably did as well as you'd expect with the, this type of talent. Um, yeah, really good. And Albert Brooks is probably worth mentioning, is in it too. And he does a pretty good job as well. So, yeah, a pretty, pretty good all-round job. Your thoughts? Yeah, I like their performances, but they didn't play a larger role as I thought they would. This is definitely quite heavily focused on Ryan Gosling. Which I'm assuming a lot of the ladies will be very pleased with. Yes. Disclaimer, I don't think he gets his shirt off in the film. No. You want to see him with his shirt off? Go crazy, stupid luck. Yeah. Um, in this movie, he has a jacket uh, with a scorpion on the back of it mm. that he wears Literally the whole time. Like, there is not a scene where he is not wearing this jacket with a scorpion on it. What did you think of this jacket? Because that's arguably the, the second most prominent character <laughs> in the movie. <laughs> it's a pretty cool jacket. I don't know if I could pull it off. Uh, yeah. I feel like if I was a Hollywood stunt car driver, maybe I could. I'd wear that around set and yeah. people go, hey, is that guy. Okay. I think the scorpion has somewhat of a meaning. There's a he makes a reference to it at the end of the film. Yeah, you think, oh, that's why he likes the scorpion jacket. If you were focused on the scorpion jacket, like you seem to be, <laughs> that reference might not have been enough. If you <laughs> considered, you know, an entire character to tie it to the film, but uh, I don't think I noticed it as much. There as were a you, lot so of shots of nice. the scorpion jacket, like like on his back, like just a the scorpion in the center of the frame and stuff. Like, it was... I feel like the director was definitely trying to tell us something with this um, <laughs> symbol. Um, I didn't really like the jacket. <laughs> For yourself or in the film? Uh, I didn't really like it as a jacket. Like, I had those sort of crisscrossy fabric. I don't really like that. Yeah. I'm describing that very poorly, but... <laughs> Sort of, you know, like, it's a, it's like a little puffy square things, but it's not that puffy. It is like kind of like a driving jacket. Like, you see, my, you see, you might see the NASCAR drivers wearing. Maybe. Yeah, I guess. But with less logos and stuff on it. Just yeah. a scorpion. Yeah. It might have been hard to see because it was quite dark for a lot of the movie. All these scenes are at night. But, yeah. I, I didn't really, I didn't really like the colour. It's like a sort of purpley, sort of like purple. I thought it was better dressed in the uh, Crazy Stupid Love. <laughs> I'd rather go suit shopping with him in Crazy Stupid Love than jacket shopping with his character in Drive. Yeah. There also seems to be less that could go wrong if you were hanging out with Ryan Gosling in Crazy Stupid Love. Yes. See, Crazy Stupid Love, you, you're probably uh, taking advice from him and doing stuff with him. At worst, get an STD... Whereas, um, 
Whereas in the uh, drive, worst case scenario, you die a horrible death. <laughs> yeah, let's let's uh, let's wrap this up with a verdict. Sounds good. What's your verdict, Jonathan? I have a uh, a rateyourmusic.com profile in which okay. I. Uh, have rated a lot of movies that I've seen. Do you want to tell the listeners your screen name so if they're ever on those forums they know who you are or not? Don't, don't feel like you have to. <laughs> I'll put you on the spot here. Uh, yeah, it's on Rate Your Music, Me and My Army, okay. all one word. Mm-hmm. And I think I have around 500 or so films rated. So and uh, I think I'm a fairly harsh rating because I've only yeah. given about 12 films five stars. Okay. Oh, I wonder where this is going. One of those was Bronson. Whoa! So, the uh, the first Nicholas Winding Refn uh, <laughs> film I saw, uh, I quite enjoyed. Yeah. So, my expectations for this were were pretty high. Mm-hmm. Seemed like it was likely to disappoint, seeing yes. the hype that was around this. I prefer Drive to Bronson. Okay. So, it's getting five stars on your thing. This would be... Now I'd have to watch it again because my favourite films I've I've watched all of them two or three times and yes. this, I'm in the honeymoon driving stage. We have literally seen this movie yeah. like two hours ago, so I would have to say that this is in my top five films of all time. Oh, whoa! I thought every there were so many just beautiful suspenseful shots. There was there were moments where Two or three minutes would go by and there would be no action and I would just sit there and enjoy the images that I was seeing on the screen and the music I thought was so powerful. Ryan Gosling just plays this enigmatic badass but with, I don't know, such an intriguing like internal side to him and there's a, there's a moment where he looks out of a lift at Kerry Mulligan and I thought it was one of the most powerful things I'd ever seen on the screen. Well, And the end where, I won't, obviously won't tell you what happens with the ending, but when... When we get to the end and this song that is brought back, I didn't want to look over to you to see your reaction because I thought you would see uh, a tear in my eye <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it might have ruined the film. We might not be seeing any more films together <laughs> anymore. No, 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 nothing wrong with a man crying. I didn't cry. I'm not going to say I cried. You know, the tear remained within the uh, the eyelid. That's what, if you want to cry in a movie, that's <laughs> I, fine. That's yeah, fine. I, I don't mind. Fine. I don't mind. I'm not saying it's not fine. I'm happy to see movies. I just people that cry in movies. I just yeah. want to establish that I didn't cry. It remained yeah. within yeah. the eyelid area. Okay. I'll just make sure next time we see a movie, I'll bring a box of Kleenex tissues. <laughs> <laughs> Fortunately, we're not likely to see one of my top five favorite films <laughs> of all time very soon. Mm-hmm. But yes, I yeah. don't know what else to say. I loved it. Okay, um, my thoughts. <laughs> so uh, let me just get this clear. You're giving this a 10 out of 10. Because yep. we, we give our movies a score out of 10 on this. You've gone the full 10. Yes. Okay, first film you, first 10 anyone's ever given on this podcast. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> what would I think of the film? I enjoyed it. I thought it was quite good. had some good moments. Um, didn't love it. <laughs> Found the first half a bit boring. Didn't really... The ending, I thought... I don't know. Didn't really like how it ended. Yeah. <laughs> so... 
I know, like, good performances, some fun scenes, not a bad story, solid film that I that I quite enjoyed. Seven out of ten? Seven out of ten. Which I think is the same score I gave Midnight in Paris last week. Yes, I think so. Okay, yeah. So maybe if I... Only 7 out of 10. I could back if I If I wasn't there, you would have walked out like those other two schmucks. Yeah. Well, I liked it more than the uh, <laughs> two guys walked out of this film about 20 minutes in. Yeah, I was baffled by that. Yeah. Was, <laughs> um, you clearly... It's one of your favourite films of all time. <laughs> like, you know... But for me, who enjoyed it but didn't love it... It was very baffling for me, too, why someone would leave this early. I remember once I was in the movie Broken Flowers, and that's definitely not a film for everyone. Literally, like, a couple of people left about five, ten minutes in, and I thought, I'd probably, if I paid for a movie, give it a bit more of a chance than that. five minutes. (laughs) It was sort of long enough to have been, well, they didn't get the wrong movie. Like, they'd seen the titles come up. Yeah. I think if you're watching a film with Bill Murray... Uh, you sit down and shut up. Yeah. <laughs> you pay your respect. Yes. And you watched that film in its entirety. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I'd agree with that for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, but th- th- yeah, it was just baffling why people would leave the movie 20 minutes in. It, and I was saying to Jonathan, it wasn't, none of the violent stuff had happened that yet, so it wasn't people who were particularly uncomfortable with violence leaving. They just got up and left. Yeah, the only thing I can imagine is that these uh, two young men thought it was a super fast-paced, violent, action-driving crash movie and that yeah. that was all going to happen in the first ten minutes. Yeah. Uh, so if those are your expectations, um, please unsubscribe to the podcast. Though about, <laughs> about ten minutes after they left, all the car chases, shooting, deaths, killings, all that sort of stuff then started happening. So they perhaps could have given it a bit more time. Then we went out of the cinema and there were, like, two guys sitting there with, like, that had had, like, four beers each <laughs> just in the middle of the afternoon in a just shopping centre. Four 2pm. <laughs> just outside Greater Union. Yeah. Four crownies each. Yeah. Is, the people you get at the cinema in the middle of the day, classic. Well, there you go. Yeah. So, once again, we're, to, we're, we're at odds somewhat. Yeah, no, we. I, this is one of your favorite films of all time. I'm saying, yeah, it's good, but not that great. Um, this could create uh, some some interesting discussion come come Oscar season, award yeah. season. Yeah, Drive probably won't get nominated for anything, so you should be. Well, right. you know, let's. Let's <laughs> last No, Jackie, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. So yeah, that's our that's our screen verdict. Yeah. In other screen verdict news, yeah. Head to our. Our uh, Facebook page. Page, sorry, Facebook fan page. We've uh, cracked the 40, 40 mark. We're now at 41. So good job, guys. Uh, last week, uh, sort of talked about our uh, our fan of the week. And I think we've got a new fan of the week this week for <laughs> sure. Our good mate. Oliver Mitchell. Oliver Mitchell. A Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu purple belt. Whoa. So have, has given a quite a... Quite a quite a uh, quite a good title, I think. He's comment on the wall. The new Margaret and David. So the most famous film reviewers in the country we have surpassed. Yeah, and 
most of our podcasts have been on TV shows. So we're like, <laughs> we've reviewed like four films and we're already <laughs> the new Margaret and David. So that's fantastic news. I have a lot of respect for Margaret and David. I love them. They've got great chemistry. Um, for, 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 again, our international listeners, these are two very prominent Australian film critics who have a TV show where they review movies together. Kind of the Australian Siskel and Ebert. Yeah. So, um, big, big raps. Um, Clearly, I'm Margaret. (laughs) Because I make sense, and uh, you're a crazy old stick in the mud who doesn't know what he's talking about and hates anything to do with sports or handheld camera. Well, should we see what Margaret and David... um, (laughs) That's true, yeah. ...thought about... about, um, Drive. Drive, yeah. Let's check that out. Three and a half each. Ooh. They each gave it three and a half. So you've lived up to your, reputa- your reputation of being David and just not knowing what you're talking about. <laughs> In this particular example, Margaret's kind of slipped up a bit, dropped her game a little. But, uh... Can, that- I, can, I, say, can I say, I am the Margaret and David. Because uh, <laughs> they've given a score out of five. Be times that by two. Each of them have given it the same, the same number I have. The seven. Yeah. I guess I guess I'm not needed then if you're yeah. both Margaret and David. <laughs> well, I'm saying me, Margaret and David are in agreement on this movie. <laughs> you're the outlier. Yeah. So if you want a, you know, boring average run of the mill opinion, head to Matt. If you wanna if you wanna get the inside scoop, the real exciting stories, uh <laughs> Come to me. Hit me up on Facebook. I'll, I'll give you the real opinions. Now, I have a lot of love and respect for Mara and David. I think they're great. Um, I do feel like David's credibility hit a bit of a hurdle this year. Um, the last car movie we did uh, was Cars 2. <laughs> and uh, do you want to guess what rating David gave Cars 2? Did you bring it up when we did the podcast? <laughs> I have a feeling he liked it. I think he gave it like four stars. He gave it four and a half stars. <laughs> and said it was one of uh, Pixar's best ever films. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I love David, but I feel like on that he's, he's really off the mark. <laughs> kind of glad I called dibs on Margaret. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway... Yeah, well, they've, they've been on TV, I think, this year they're celebrating 25 years on TV. Uh, so it might be time for them to move on. Um, and, yeah, Oliver Mitchell's saying we're, the, we're first in line to replace them. So that's great news. Yeah, at the movies, if you're looking for two new hosts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, Oliver Mitchell, if you work for ABC or know anyone big up in ABC, <laughs> maybe pass along to them because they're the people that need to be hearing this. <laughs> yeah, so fantastic fan of the week. Good job, Oliver. Um, also, I, I had someone this week ask me, hey, um, how can you download these podcasts? I said, well, iTunes, baby. That's how it's done. And they said, don't have iTunes. Um, so I just assumed these days everyone was on Apple. They're not. So apparently on the Podomatic website, you can download the episodes. Yes, if you don't have iTunes, uh, find us on Facebook. Yeah. So... Yeah, uh, if you're friends with Matt or I, or if not, just go to Facebook and search Screen Verdict and like the like the page, like the page, and uh, we post all the podcasts there. If you click on the link, um, yeah, not the play button, the link. Yeah, because you can play it on Facebook, but if you want to download it so you can listen to later, it later, open that up in a new tab, and Podomatic has a download 
has a download link for you. Yes. It's at the very bottom, sort of, of the page, under the comment section. It just says in... in Oh, sorry. Double Um, screen, that (laughs) is. It says... um, So, it's at the very bottom of the comment section, and it says download episode in in yellow font. And just click on that, and you can uh, save it onto your computer, put it onto your MP3 player, take me and Jonathan with you on the bus, on the train, wherever you want to go. You'll be happy as the proverbial Larry. Yes. Four shears. So I think that's the uh, the podcast for the week. Yes, I think our next one will probably be Moneyball. <laughs> right? I'm voting that we go see Drive again. But uh, I think this week I might have to give in and uh, you can you can have your Moneyball. Good. So yeah, look forward to that and uh, we'll see you next week. Yeah, see you guys. <laughs>